You're listening to The Breeze with DP and Haas on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to The Breeze. Again, I'm Harrison running the ones and twos. Host, as always, Haas streaming in, as always, again. So again, if you guys want to join the show, we did ask the question, out of all the fan bases, any sport, college, pro, who is the most annoying fan base? And uh, we do have a couple from the text line, Haas, but I want to see if we can guess them first. Obviously, I know, but I want to see what your thoughts are. Do you want to go ahead and take the first stab at this question? Which Which sport? Mine is going to be college football. Ohio State. Nope. Not the one I have or the texter. Uh, Think of me as a Husker fan. Iowa. No. <laughs> Hell, I don't know. But it's Ohio State. We played, them, we played them already this year. Michigan? Nope. They're, they're a new fan base. Colorado. Oh, you guys are haters. <laughs> <laughs> no, we also have one from Crowbait. He uh he also said Colorado football. What bothers me is um they used to be great fans, never had any sort of problems with them. And then uh why I call them annoying is not necessarily for what they say about Nebraska, but the ebbs and flows that are going on with Deion Sanders right now. I'll tell you right now, if you're a Colorado Buffalo fan, I despise seeing those guys succeed. Uh, but you got a good coach. And you should keep that coach and ride that ride for as long as you can. You go onto the message boards yesterday after that 29-0 lead after they blew it. Everyone, that I shouldn't say everyone, that message board was ugly to see. Uh, people really upset that they don't follow Ralphie out anymore. That they're calling it, you know, it's prime university. It's not Colorado University anymore. I mean, there's some serious heat going his way. I thought that those were cracking me up yesterday, seeing the message boards have a meltdown after a big loss like that. Uh, and again, that's every fan base. But Colorado right now, the, the finicky level of the fans, surprising to say the least. I thought I thought even though a 20, like, ugly game, but I wasn't expecting that strong of a response from the fan base. Uh, now not running behind Ralphie is becoming a real problem over there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's Ohio State <laughs> has numbers. Colorado, that one's probably more local for us. Ohio State, Penn State, those are way more annoying than Colorado fans. I think Ohio State, Penn State, I don't think it's, they're they're up there, but I wouldn't put them on the same level as Ohio State. I think Ohio State, if we're talking blue bloods of annoying fan bases, I think Ohio State belongs on there. (laughs) I mean, it's no question number one is Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Okay, who's yours? I think they're so good and they're always overrated. They're the Dallas Cowboys of college football. Ohio State is the Dallas Cowboys of college football. Every year, they think they should win a championship. Every year, they get handpicked for the college football playoffs, and then they get destroyed. Now let's go to basketball. I have a team in mind uh, that is very similar to the team you just described. (laughs) Who is your most in the... You want to go college hoops, or if you want to go NBA, what fan base has the most annoying fans? So I'm a Duke fan. I know everyone hates Duke. So that that's easy. Everyone hates Duke. Yep, I think actually lately I feel like it's not so much Duke just because the planes have evened out. But overall, it's definitely Duke College. NBA, 
Uh, you got a you got a jersey representing them right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't I you mean, know it's true just by that look. I would say there's more pro Laker fans than anti Laker fans. I don't know about that. It might be close. It might be like really, really, really close. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get lean and say there's more people that would rather watch the Lakers fall. The LeBron era might have changed that though, because LeBron brought so many people to the Lakers sport nade. Because LeBron just has an entire fan base of his own outside of any team. He's got a LeBron most, most annoying fan base in the NBA are the LeBron James fans. That's a that's a good zag. I like that. <laughs> that's, a, that's even better zag. Yeah, the LeBron James fans can uh, get out of touch. But yeah, the Lakers have to be up there just because every offseason you hear about the Lakers acquiring X, Y, and Z players. Uh, unfortunately, though, because they are the Lakers, sometimes that comes to fruition because who doesn't want to play in L.A.? But again, so if, if we go like that, it's the Lakers, the Yankees, the Cowboys, Duke. Uh, we do have another one saying Los, Los Angeles fans are too blasé to be annoying. That's an interesting one. <laughs> too blasé to be annoying. I guess when you're, it's more on the social media that you're going to see all that. But then again, that's just like the massive fan base that's just going to take over. When you have the Lakers, kind of like you're saying, the Yankees, Duke, the, the extreme heavy fan bases are unfortunately always going to get stuck with that label. Because I think if... Go for it. I don't... It's not... When I think of annoying, I think of... Okay, so the Eagles fans are annoying. But they're good right now, so... Brag all you want. They could brag. New England fans are annoying, but they won six championships, so they could be annoying. The Dallas Cowboys have done nothing. They've done nothing. Mm -hmm. And if, if people want to say, well, the 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994 and the Cowboys won it in 1995, the 49ers have won more. Brock Purdy has won as many <laughs> Here it comes. Here games comes the Brock Purdy as Dak pitch. Prescott. Yeah. Brock Purdy has won as many playoff games as Dak Prescott. And everyone talks about Dak Prescott being such a good quarterback. No. I'm with you there. Dak has never been the guy. He's shown it over and over again. In those high-clutch situations, he hasn't been able to step up to the challenge. And he's a serviceable quarterback, but if you you want to put him Kirk in... Cousins. He's I, Kirk Cousins. Okay. How many quarterbacks would you have to take before you get to Dak Prescott? Like, where do you think Dak Prescott is in the overall quarterback rankings right now in the NFL? Mahomes, who, by the way, I would take over Brady. I'm not dumb. I know Brady's won six Super Bowls. I would take Mahomes over Brady because if Mahomes keeps playing until he's 45, he might win seven Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. can, you save, can you save this for 15 years? Mahomes is a better quarterback than Brady. So okay. I'll take Mahomes. I know Burrow's jacked up, but I'll still take Burrow. I'll take Allen. Are we saying two is healthy now? I, I'm at the point where I'd still take Tua over Prescott. Even if it's still Tua, somewhat of a question, I think I'd take Tua. Tua's got an asterisk for his health, but Tua, yep. Jalen Hurts. Um, I would take we'll Brock Purdy. <laughs> Who? Are we going in order or are we just taking names? I'm taking names. Okay, I'd, I'd definitely take Brock Purdy over Prescott. I'm, you haven't mentioned that yet. Uh, Brock Purdy. Probably even Trevor Lawrence. I'm thinking, Definitely of, Trevor I'm Lawrence. thinking of these French players. We're, we're kind of getting to the bottom of the barrel here. Justin Rus Herbert. Yeah, I would definitely take Justin Herbert. I'd probably take 
Goff or Stafford. Action Jackson. Yeah. I've, Lamar Jackson, 100%. Even though today, I should give a quick NFL score because it looks like the Baltimore Ravens are doing Baltimore Ravens things and uh, slipping Isn't that again. game over? I know it was getting close to wrap. It might be wrapped up by now. They were slipping towards the end here. Let me give a quick score update for all those listening. Uh, the they won. Baltimore Ravens. They yep, won. they would win. 24-16. And uh, oh my goodness, I didn't even see it, but we'll have to talk about this maybe later down the road. Panthers 14-0 to up on Miami. Uh, that's going to ruin uh, a lot of parlays. And, they, and Miami was favored by like two touchdowns so that's <laughs> yeah they were i think it was uh i want to say the spread was like either 14 and i think it was 14 and a half or 13 and a half yeah which is insane which uh you know those games i don't know what it is about letdown games in the nfl but they seem to happen so much more where if that team plays you know really well or phenomenal the week before they tend to head into that next game kind of sleepwalking all right, quarterbacks, I take over him. Mm-hmm. I, I just have to have the, the teams in front of me. So, Tua, Allen, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Jackson, Burrow, so that's five. Um, I'll take California, Trevor Lawrence. Would you take Stafford take- or Groff? We're not there yet. I was yeah. the AFC South. AFC West, I'll take two of their quarterbacks. Maybe three. I might take the backup in, in Oakland or LA, Las Vegas <laughs> over Dak Prescott. Um, in the East, it's Hurts. It's Goff. Yeah, I'll take Goff. Mm-hmm. I'll take Kirk Cousins. I'll take CJ Stroud. Who I missed for the Texans. I'll take Stafford, and then Purdy. the 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 stopping point is: uh, Do we take Geno Smith or not? Probably. Okay, so you're not taking Justin Fields. No. Okay. Yeah, he, Justin Fields <laughs> scares me. I'm still riding this roller coaster with him. I, I want to believe so bad, but it's been such an up and down journey. But, yeah, that's kind of the point, right? You talk about Dak Prescott, and you always hear his name with the elite quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks. Uh, I'll tell you what, the personalities that show up on air are definitely definitely zagging the other way. You're hearing a lot more people uh, kind of starting to lean the other way when they're talking about Dak Prescott being an elite quarterback. He just, To me, he's never proven it, and why he ever got bunched in that category to begin with never made sense. He's never done anything to kind of deserve an elite quarterback status. He won a lot of games in the regular season. He mm-hmm. had a lot of passes to start his career with that interception. It's like CJ Stroud. But I'm starting to still see the hatred towards Brock Purdy and how he's a system quarterback. He's a game manager. Let me ask this. How different is the Raiders offense offense than the 49ers offense? I'm not a head coach, but it doesn't seem a whole lot different. <laughs> Looking at it play by play, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't distinctively say this is something drastically different that the 49ers focus on than the Raiders don't. So before the season started, Josh Jacobs and Christian McCaffrey were in like people's minds, like Josh Jacobs yeah. is the leading rusher. He's a, he's like before the season. Yes. People would have said Josh Jacobs is as good or better than McCaffrey. 
The Raiders have the best wide receiver in football. Devontae Adams. Yep. Hunter Renfro is really good in the slot. Okay. <laughs> they have Jimmy G at quarterback. And what Jimmy G does at quarterback is throws the ball to the other team or throws the ball five yards behind your receiver or throws the ball where you have to get sent to the emergency room because of the ball placement is so bad that your receiver is going to get murdered. So with what people see with Brock Purdy, same offense as the Raiders, and I understand defense is different. The 49er defense is very different. But the 49er offense is scoring 30 points a game. Shouldn't the Raiders score 30 points a game with their offense but give up 40 or 50? There's a reason why they're not. Now, if they, they bench Jimmy G, they probably will. If they bench Jimmy G, they I hate probably this will score because I wanted 30 to points be, a game. I wanted to be in Jimmy G's corner. I'm not going to lie. I always thought, like, on the 49ers, I'm, I gave him too much credit, I think. I really thought, I was like, he did good for that team. Uh, and I thought this Raiders run was going to be a good opportunity for him to really continue to show that it wasn't just the 49ers. And unfortunately, as the season continues, he just looks bad. He he he's, he doesn't look like the worst quarterback out there. You could probably give that one to Danny Dimes in terms of starting quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> <laughs> probably, you're going to have to start calling him Danny Nichols here pretty soon. It's getting, you know... You're getting a Danny pennies. Danny pennies, yeah. I mean, you're basically getting a penny on the dollar for him. Literally, the amount you paid, you are getting a penny on the dollar. Uh, but yeah, Garoppolo, it's just rough, and it sucks to see Devontae Adams kind of have this at this point in his career get matched with a quarterback that's just struggling to get him the ball every game, game in, game out. And I think I might have to kind of start going to you for some NFL picks in the future because you you called this 49ers thing. The longer we get, I do have to give you credit on Brock Purdy and Jimmy G. We disagreed a little bit, uh, but I was definitely wrong about Jimmy Garoppolo because he is not working with the 49ers at all. In terms of like quarterbacks that I'm surprised on the disappointing season, Dak saw it coming. Jimmy G, I thought it was possible, but not this bad. Danny Dimes thought it was possible, um, and I did think it could get this bad. But Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders are, unfortunately, they're not going anywhere. You know, They might be a little get some flashy games here and there, but for the most part, just really unfortunate. And uh, we do have one more from text base or text line saying Yankees when we're talking about most annoying fan bases. Uh, I can probably concur with that one. Yankees or Dodgers, I'd probably with one of those two. But again, you guys can feel free to join the show. 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman text line. Haas, we don't have to go to break quite yet, but what do you want to line up here uh, before we go to break on this last segment? And hold on. So... Michael Mayer, the draft pick from Notre Dame, he's going to be a really good tight end mm-hmm. for the Raiders. I understand Brian Hoyer is the backup. Once they put Aiden O'Connell in at quarterback, the Raiders will start winning games. You can write that down right now. Once they put Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, it might be week 10, week 11, I don't know. Maybe they play Denver twice. But once they put Aiden O'Connell <laughs> in at quarterback, the Raiders will be a much stronger team. That's Having Jimmy G be the leader is not the solution. We'll find out. That's a perfect spot to go to break. We'll get that on record. We'll record it, cut it up, and uh, maybe we'll replay that one at the end of the season, too. This has been The Breeze, though. I'm Harrison. That's Haas streaming in, as always. We got one more segment. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit.